Hey folks, Russ Bailey here. It's time for another Brush Pile Fishing Podcast right here on iHeartRadio. Uh, this is another podcast we're bringing you from the media camp, our pro staff camp at Holmes Bend Marina on Green River Lake, Kentucky. And as always, we have a great guest, Matt Foster. Uh, interesting young man. He is a law enforcement officer. As you guys know, I retired from law enforcement. Uh, so, uh, but he's big in the crappie industry and we're going to let him tell you how that is. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Brush Pile Fishing. All right, folks, welcome back to Brush Pile Fishing, the podcast on iHeartRadio. And with us right now, Matt Foster. Matt, how we doing? Good. How are you, Russ? Pretty good. Hey, uh, you know, we're in the last evening of our uh, pro staff camp here. This is actually our second camp we've had. You have attended both. You having a good time, yeah, man? Having a great time. Really appreciate you guys having me here. I'll tell you what, uh, I have got to see a couple photos that you've taken. And, uh, dude, you got some outstanding photography work, man. I appreciate it. I've worked pretty hard to take those pictures and to hear compliments like that really really does say something. They're pretty slick. Uh, let's talk first of all about your main job, which we never want to talk about that, but you're in law enforcement. Tell the folks where you work at. Yeah, I'm a criminal investigator with the Missouri State Highway Patrol. Uh, I cover 13 counties in the southeast portion of Missouri. How long you been there? Uh, 15 years. Okay, well, let me just be the first to say, and I know our audience would say the same thing, Thank you for your service, man. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, I retired from law enforcement, loved every minute of it, but I can be honest with you, would not want to do it right now. <laughs> just just would not, man. Things have changed. Right. So you deserve all the respect in the world, that's for sure. But you have a second job, hobby, whatever you want to call it. You do it very well. Tell the folks about that. I have uh, the Crappie Blog. So with the Crappie Blog, I promote businesses uh, and fishermen like guides, things of that sort, in the crappie fishing industry. Um, my main goal when I started the crappie blog was kind of kind of like you guys, to, to teach. Mm -hmm. To teach people, hey, how do I catch crappie? Where do they go during the wintertime? Is there a crappie season? You know, you get you get sure. those questions all the time. Sure. People say, oh, there's a crappie season. Guys like year me, round. I fish year-round. I'm out there freezing. I'm sweating a different, you know, all year-round fishing. And but guys want to know where do where do I catch fish? How do I catch fish? What do I use? Things like that. Um, how do I rig my boat? So I interviewed guides. I interview professional uh, tournament fishermen. Um, I've actually got an article coming up on bank fishing because nice. because there's a lot of people that don't have boats Absolutely. and want to be able to go with their kids or whatever and go catch fish or hit hit the bank after work and whatever the case may be and try to catch some fish. And I reached out to a guy who, that I know that bank fishes and is very successful at it and get his input on how I can convey to people on how to do it and be, become more successful. So we talked, you talked just a minute ago, you do sponsor things, but also, and the most important thing is like you say, teaching. So you're talking about different tricks and techniques, even on bank fishing that this guy's doing. Right, right. And so, like I said, one of, some of the articles I've written cover where to catch fish in the wintertime where to catch fish during the summer, um, how to pull crankbaits, how to pull planter boards. Because um, at the last media camp with uh, Corey Thomas, that was the first time uh, I'd ever uh, pulled planter boards. And they worked, didn't and they? I, mean, I got in his boat and I said, I'm, I'll be honest, I said, I'm not too sure about this. I said, I've never pulled planter boards before in my life. I said, it looks like ducks following the boat, behind yep, the boat. They're I said, yellow. I said, I don't know about this. 
and within 10 minutes of being in the boat, I'm like, nah, I could get used to this. <laughs> well, and you went out with one of the best men there are right, to, to right. do that with. Corey is outstanding at that. Now, if someone wants to read one of your articles, how do they find you? Well, I'm on several different social media platforms. So I, I'm on Twitter, which is pretty new uh, for the Crappie Blog, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I do TikTok. Um, and I also have a website. It's thecrappieblog.com. Uh, Facebook is just the crappie blog. Um, and I post all my articles there. I post photographs there. Um, I also do things for businesses in the crappie fishing industry. So if there's a, a jig company that mm -hmm. wants photographs of their products and they send them to me, I have the camera to do it. I sure. have the backdrops to do it and things like that. Um, I'll, I may even take them out in my boat and set them up, arrange them how I, do, how I want and get their pictures that way. And it, it's a good way for businesses to get good professional photographs of their product. And as speaking of those products, I got to see one of them that you did here at the uh, camp of Crappie Magnet. Right. Pretty, pretty slick photo. Yes, Painted I Painted background. Oh yeah, that was I'd cool. I'd text, text that one to uh, Jeff and Chris, and they're like, that looks so awesome. I said, well, I appreciate it. You know, it's uh, one of those things I really enjoy doing it. and. And the other thing, folks, he talked about he does product reviews. He's not copying something off of that company's website. You're going out and you're testing these products. Right, right. I'm going out, and I, when my job allows, I'm fishing sometimes two, maybe three days a week, if I can, mm -hmm. um, obviously. Uh, and I'm going out and using those products that people will send me to say, hey, check this out, see what you think. Um, and good or bad, I'll write a review about it. Um, Another thing that I'd started doing <clears throat> recently is articles for pro staff members. Okay. Because if you look across the, most of the industry, uh, there's not, it's kind of like a resume for pro staff guys. So Brush Pile Fishing has pro staff guys. Sure. So what I would do, you would reach out to me and say, hey, I've got X amount of pro staff. Uh, would you want be interested in writing an article about this team who's performing well on the at these tournaments or whatever and I would contact them you would give me their number I would contact them and ask them the questions they would provide it to me provide me mm -hmm. the answers I would write the article and it'd be kind of like building a resume for them kind of like where they're from how they got into crappie fishing all their accomplishments and accolades and everything like that so if later they want to pick up even more sponsors to help with say we want to pick up a boat sponsor. Right. Then they could go and say, here's an article. Here's, I mean, it's already written for them. They don't have to do anything. Every, all of their accomplishments and everything that they've got done covered. is already there. Um, and I do that for businesses too. So if there's a, I just use like B&M polls. I uh, had written an article on their company on when they were founded, who founded it, how long they've been in business, some of the, how many rods they have, which is a bunch. And several several things that uh, people would want to know if they're reading about a business because I found that when you take a big bit, I mean, being in polls mm -hmm. is a big business. It doesn't, oh, I yeah. mean, they've, they've learned nationwide, <laughs> you know? And so when you can kind of break that down into the everyday consumer of, hey, this guy's grandpa started this business, with you know, brooms with the brooms and mops. Absolutely. How cool is it? It breaks it down to the roots of America. Yep. And that's what I feel like people like reading about. Um, and it, it kind of hits home with people, you know. You bet it does. Uh, you know, I've 
we just got back on this trip that we're on from Caddo Lake. And I think one of the coolest things about that place, they had a bay store that was over 125 years old, and it looked like it did back then. They haven't done any upgrade. It was just, you talk about cool and just the, the history part of it. You're right, yeah. man. Now, how often do you add new content to your, your blog? Uh, try to as often as I can. Um, obviously, work work gets in the I way know. at times. Many um, hours, especially being an investigator. That's right. that's right. So as much as I can, I mean, like I said, if, if I'm able to go fish, I am always have my camera with me. I always have my camcorder with me. And even if I don't, I've got my cell phone. So I can take, and it takes really good pictures as well, not quite as good as the camera. But it takes good pictures as well. And so I try to take pictures of the companies that help support the crappie blog. I've got several good companies uh, that they help support you too. Yep, I mean, yep. you know, that they, they help support me, and so I'm going to help support them. And every time I go out, I try to get some content for at least one of those companies to be able to use on some of their social media platforms. Well, I'm going to put you on a spot here. So you, you guys know, we talk about one of them companies. We're sponsored by War Eagle. We've got the 2170. You have a little bit different model. I want you to give a review on your boat. All right. So I've got a 2020 961 Tomahawk. Um, it's 19-foot, 6-inches. It is their bass boat model, if mm -hmm. you will. Um, it doesn't have a front live well. Um, if there's the one thing I could change about it, it'd be the front live well. But <laughs> and I've talked with him about that, and I was like, it really. I, but and you it, still don't have still one. Still don't have one. <laughs> but uh, it works great. Um, it rides so good. Um, it, it's a max horsepower is a 150. It has a 150 uh, Suzuki on it. It it just rides good. It fishes great. Um, we were out there yesterday on Green River Lake, and. 10 to 12 mile an hour wind yeah, it was. and going right into the wind. It doesn't, no, it's not a, it's not a glass boat. You know, it's, it's not, it's not near as heavy, but as a glass boat, but it fishes fantastic for when you look at the aluminum line of boats, it fishes fantastic for an aluminum boat. The one thing I would like to see on the 2170 is that front deck, all one level that you have on yours carpet. I would love right. to see that on our boat. And the one thing I really like about my boat is the amount of storage it has. It has, three large, I would say probably three foot by two foot storage lockers on the front deck alone. Mm. Um, and then under the seat storage, it has two built-in coolers. I believe the 2170 has the built-in coolers it does. as well. It does. So it's got the built-in coolers and then it has the, the live well in the back. And it's just, like I said, it's set up perfect for the way that I fish. Um, and we've spider rigged out of it. Um, we've pulled cranks out of it. And currently, uh, here the past year and a half, I've started single poling with live scope and doing that. And I've got people that go with me sometimes that they would prefer to sit down and spider rig. So that's what we do. Um, now, you, you mentioned the word live scope. So let me tell you, folks, we, uh, we got here and my personal boat, I don't get to use much because we're always on the road taping shows or using our show boat. Uh, but I got the personal boat out, and uh, someone had messed with some of my settings and everything. I won't say who it was, but I get out here on Green River Lake, and I was a little bit frustrated It's like because I couldn't get this going. I put Matt in a boat with me because he knows his Garmin units, and within about 10 minutes, man, he had that thing dialed in, and uh, it, it, it relieved me, man, because I can't stand <laughs> it when my equipment's not working right. 
how long you been with Garmin? Uh, not technically so, uh, affiliated with Garmin. Um, I do LiveScope, Garmin, uh, Humminbird, some Lawrence classes mm-hmm. um, on the water with people. So and it's a lot of local people for me. And I, like I said, I'm in southeast Missouri, so people will contact me. We will set up a date and time. I'll go out on the water with them in their boat. They, whereas a guide takes their boat, sure. their own boat. I go in their boat. It usually takes two, sometimes three hours. Um, it's however long it takes for them to get comfortable with it. The class isn't over until I say, do you have any questions? Right. And they say no. And I said, all right, yeah. here's my number. If you do, please call me. Uh, well, some of this stuff we can work out on the phone, over the phone. And we have guys, we'll go out and I'm like, do you want to fish? Or do you want to do you want to learn about it? Like, what do you, what do you want to do? And, sure. and some guys want to do both. And we've done both before. Well, and you, so. I, I seen quickly that you were pretty knowledgeable about. Now, what is your home lake? Wapapello in southeast Missouri. So it's... Uh, about two and a half, three hours south of St. Louis, um, and near it's twenty miles from Popper Bluff, Missouri. Okay, um, it's it's in that area. Uh, it's average depths probably around six to seven foot. I would say it's pretty, for the most part, shallow lake, especially mm-hmm. compared to Del Hollow. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. But uh, and it's it's not quite Mississippi muddy, but it's it's sustained water, uh, probably a foot of visibility. And that's what I like. Um, And you can go out there and catch crappie like we are here. Um, It's just one after another, and most of them are in that eight and a half to 10 range. Now you'll get occasionally, like we did. Like we did, yep. You'll you'll get them 11 and a half, 12, maybe even a 13 inch fish. And I've seen some people pull in some 15, 16 inch fish. But for the most part, that's what you're going to catch. And uh, it's a good time. If you could fish for crappie today, any any technique you want, what is your favorite? I really enjoy single pulling. Okay. Um, I, it's something that I'd picked up, and like I said, about a year and a half ago. And I told myself once I got the live scope, I still had all my spider rig stuff on. I had the eight, I had the, the 16-foot B&M caps and Coleman rods. Yeah. I had all my rod holders on, and we, I was spider rigging with LifeScope. So I was scanning. I would, then I would go to those fish that were suspended right. and catch those fish. And I constantly kept seeing these guys that were phenomenal at single pole. And I said, I want to be able to catch fish with one pole and unclutter the deck of my boat uh-huh. and... So I told myself, if I want to do that, I've got to take everything off. Kind of like uh, when I wanted to learn my depth finders when I really first got into fishing. I said, if I want to learn these, I've got to take the rods out of my boat. Yep. And so I'd spent three, four, five days out in my boat, no rods, not fishing, just constantly using those depth finders. And after a while, I'd learned them really good. So after a while of just single pulling, every time I went out, I got a little better every day. There you go. And, you know, one of the things I talk about when I do the seminars in the winter is fishing's like any other sport. You know, you can learn a lot from articles, from shows, from videos, but the bottom line, if you want to get better, it's just time on the water. That's right. Time on the water. That's right. And it's one of the things that, too, I've interviewed guides before, and I've interviewed uh, professional tournament fishermen on live scope and spider rigging and different stuff. I said, how does, how do you know, like how, like mm-hmm. on live scope, how do you know wh- to, whether to bring the bait up slow or whether to hold it still? 
um, with crank crank bait, crank baiting or pulling jigs. How do you know how fast to go on certain days? Yeah. And the one answer remains the con the same: time on the water. That's it. That's it. Well, me and you have talked for a couple months now about getting the show put together, and uh, just letting you know we haven't done that yet, bud. But we need to. We need to. I keep saying that too. We need to we every will. time. Every like time. I say, now we've got this season done, so we're we're, you know, wide open for next year. So when that bite gets good on your home lake or wherever you want to do it, you let us know, and we're going to put this thing together. Sounds good. I'm about two hours from Real Foot too, so I I go there quite often. We can do that too. I love Real Foot Blue Bank. Yep. Yes, That's sir. Right. Well, Matt, I appreciate you joining us. One more time, can you tell the folks how to read The Crappie Blog? So you go to www.thecrappieblog.com and check out all our content there. From I have contact information. I have all my articles. I have advertisements if you're a business and want to advertise on our website uh, or if you want me to write product review on your stuff, um, you can contact me there. Um, also, I have a Facebook page. You can message me on Facebook. Um, that's it. All right. Anything you want to add, bud? Nope. I'm looking forward to our fishing trip if we can ever get one scheduled. I can't wait. And I tell you what, I appreciate you joining us for the podcast. Great information there. Folks, he's a great guy, and I'm not kidding you when I say he is good on his electronics. So if you have questions, he's the man to go to, especially on that Garmin unit, because I got to see it in action. Uh, but check out the Crappie blog. Um, folks, I hope you enjoyed today's guest. I sure have. Stay tuned. We're going to hear from our sponsors, and then we will be back to close things out with the tournament update, a look at all the tournament action from across the country. Special thanks to B&M Pole Company, War Eagle Boats, Crappie Magnet, Slime Line Fishing Line, Cornfield Fishing Gear, Eye Hole Jig, Easy Drift, RTD, Erupt Fishing, Driftmaster, Offshore Tackle Company, Power Pole, Mossback Fish Habitat, Hook and Bullet Sunglasses, Garmin. We have a lot of places just now starting to get us their 22 schedules. Uh, we'll start with the Indiana Slab Masters. Uh, they've got tournaments coming at March 26th at uh, Patoka Lake, April 9th at Lake Freeman and Schaefer. In April 23rd and 24th at Mississippi Salamone, that is a super event. Uh, also May 7th on Monroe. So there's their early spring tournaments. Also, the Midwest Crappie Chasers. Uh, they will start March 5th on Truman Lake, Missouri. March 26th on Hillsdale Lake, Kansas. And then April 16th on Clinton Lake, Kansas. And again, that's the Midwest Crappie Chasers Tournament Trail. We also have the 2022 West Tennessee Crappie Trail. Uh, they will start March 5th on Kentucky Lake. Uh, March 19th, they'll be on Real Foot. And April 2nd, they'll be on Pickwick. And again, that's the West Tennessee Crappie Trail. We have the Heart of Illinois Crappie Club. March 19th, they will kick things off at uh, Sangrius Lake. April 2nd, they'll be at Bomber Marsh, or Banner Marsh, I'm sorry. April 16th, they'll be at Lake Decatur. And Lake Decatur's turned into a pretty, pretty good lake that way. The National Tournament Trails Crappie Master, January 21st, 22nd, again, on the St. Johns River. February 25th, 26th, on Darbone, Louisiana. And March 11th and 12th, on Grenada. Those are three darn good lakes to start your trail off. 
So if you have a tournament trail and you like your information on our podcast, just send it to us. Uh, you can email it to me, russbailey24 at gmail.com, probably the easiest way. And we'll get those on our audio podcast as well as our video podcast, which we're just starting. Like to remind everyone, if you're listening to this on iHeartRadio, please, for your smartphone and your smart TV, pick up our new Brush Pile Fishing Companion app. It is absolutely free, and this app does everything. It's got our shows. You have instant access. You have your own fishing log in the app. We have a bunch of things in there. All right, that's a look at all the tournament action. Hope you enjoyed today's show, folks. Stay tuned. We'll be back again here on iHeartRadio with another Brush Pile Fishing Podcast. So long, folks.